Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Today, another Tuesday, which is a special day on the Employment Matters podcast, it's Travel Tuesday. Each week, we get the chance to dial in our members from all around the world, and they share with us important things we need to know about doing business in their jurisdiction. Today, we're going to be learning more about doing business in Egypt, and I'm pleased to welcome the show Mona Osama, a partner at Abrashi Dermarkar Law Firm in Giza. Mona, I'm excited to have you on the program today. How are you? Hi, Pete. Thanks for the introduction. I'm glad to be here. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm looking forward to sharing more about Egypt with our audience. So if you would, give us a general overview of Egypt, what it's like, the economy, maybe some things about the population, government structure. Give us a sense of that, if you would. Well, yeah, the population of Egypt is over 100 million. It has a growth rate of 1.9 annually. The Egyptian GDP in 2021 was slightly over 400 billion USD, which is a lot. And yeah, I mean, the president here in Egypt appoints the prime minister and changes him or her at his discretion. As for the parliament, it plays a toothless role in Egyptian politics. And the judiciary has a long and rich tradition, but it's still sensitive to political pressure. So in the past 50 years, the president of Egypt always had a military background, except for the one year where the Muslim Brotherhood were elected. And as everyone knows, the Egyptians' official language is Arabic, and English is commonly spoken in the business circles. So let's talk about some of the industries in Egypt. I mean, when I think of Egypt, I think of tourism, I think of the pyramids and touring your beautiful country. But in addition to that, what are some of the key things that keep Egypt on the world stage in terms of industries? Well, there are numerous industries in Egypt. As you said, tourism, of course, is one of them. But let me start with that Egypt is an agricultural country and it exports vegetables and fruits mainly to Arab markets as well as to Europe. Also, Egypt has discovered significant gas findings in the Mediterranean Sea. So it also has two gas liquefaction plants, and it seeks to be a gas distribution center for countries that discovered gas findings in the Mediterranean Sea. As well as that, the main sources of foreign currency contribution to the Egyptian economy, as you said, is tourism, of course, the Suez Canal the repatriation of currency from Egyptians working abroad, as well as banking services in Egypt is relatively advanced. And some international banks operate in Egypt side by side with Egyptian banks. Yeah. And as for the stock market in Egypt, it's vibrant. Multiple of shares has been depressed due to the lack of demand. It's suffering to, due to many factors. Of course, one of them is covid and then followed by the trade war between USA and China with its systematic escalation towards a broader economic war. And the current energy crisis has its toll on the Egyptian economy. So aggressive public spending has put also Egypt in a credit crunch. Also another is the growth of new semi-public actors has challenged the traditional private sector and scared international investors. The government of Egypt is aware of those challenges, to be honest, and they promised to identify 26 sectors of the economy 
where the private sector shall remain unchallenged by the new semi-public actors. So let us see. That will be interesting. We're anxious to hear that. Let's talk about international businesses employing locally in Egypt. I think that's a great segue. So what are some of the key things, let's say I'm coming from Europe or the US and I and I want to open up operations in Egypt. What are some of the things that I need to address in terms of employment law? Can you share that with us? Yeah, sure. Employment in Egypt remains an investor friendly despite the protection that workers enjoy versus the employers. However, the Egyptian labor law do not follow international standards in distinguishing between management and labor. And this presents certain awkwardness in the structure of contracts of upper management. So one redeeming aspect of the labor law is that board members are not subject to employment protection, for example. The unions remain to be a great concern as well. So, Mona, in each of these calls, I always ask our members, you know, whether there's a balance between leaning pro-business, where the government and tax incentives and other things are really in favor of businesses coming, or whether that government really leans towards protecting its employees. And how would you describe it in Egypt? Does it lean more towards favoring the business or does it lean more favoring the employee? What do you think? I would say that employment in Egypt remains to be an investor friendly, despite the the protections granted under the Egyptian labor law to employees, because it's really, it does protect the employees very much. So again, it's Egypt remains open for international business despite the challenges that we mentioned previously. And it does have several trade agreements, including agreements with Europe and with other African countries, which are attractive to international direct investors. So let's talk about the uh, cross-border opportunities coming in and out of Egypt. Are there immigration standards in Egypt that make it either easy or frankly, difficult to move in and out of Egypt. Tell us how that environment is. Egypt provides attractive business opportunities for investors interested in cross-border opportunities. Trade with African countries receives hearty encouragement from the government of Egypt and the neighboring Arab countries, with the exception of the Gulf and Morocco, are politically challenged. So... Even though Egypt provides facilities for investors in terms of visas, Europe receives the full cooperation from the government of Egypt not to allow Egypt to be a springboard for illegal immigration to Europe. And this has sometimes come with too much restrictions towards citizens of African countries. And my opinion would be that a balance needs to be reinstated in this matter. Excellent. Well, it's always great to connect with our members around the world. Egypt is definitely on my bucket list of places I'm going to be visiting, Mona. And thanks so much for joining us today and sharing a little bit about doing business in your country. Thank you very much. The pleasure is mine. It's always lovely speaking to you and doing podcasts and looking forward to see you soon in Giza. Wonderful. If you'd like to connect with Mona, you can find her bio by clicking on her name in the description of this podcast. Also visit ela.law to receive invitations to upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to our on-demand content in the library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers, the best law firms around the globe. 
I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks so much for listening.